You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, coming to you live from Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am, you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. Learn how to study the Bible more effectively. Get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Carmelina Bikino, and today we have Jason Cook and Tamika Spalding joining us in the studio. Welcome, Jason and Tamika. Hello. 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 Hi, Tamika. You're, you're actually remote to us, but uh, we know you're there. Yes. You're still in the studio with us. I'm still in the studio, <laughs> that's for sure. You're, yeah. you're in your studio and we're in ours. So yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's good to be back. It's uh, been quite a break that we've had, and uh, we've missed our listeners. We've yes. missed interacting with them, and uh, we know that uh, you've still been there because uh, occasionally we've been monitoring the uh, text messages. We do apologise if uh, it seems like we've been a bit absent because ultimately we have been. We've been on mm. leave and we've been up to all sorts of things. So, yeah. But uh, today is our first live program back. And uh, we're not going to be going live every day. What are we going to be doing, Carmelina? Well, we're going live today and next week, Tuesday. Next Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, so this is our way of easing ourselves back into doing live programs. We've had a bit of a reshuffle. We have. We've had some of our presenters leave the state. That's uh, Daniel and Peter Watts, Daniel Mateo. They've uh, both moved to Victoria. There must be something about. Yeah. Uh, we're going to miss them certainly this year. Uh, we've yeah. got uh, David Leo back with us. David Leo. And I know you know David Leo quite well, Tamika, because he's been your church pastor. I do. I know him very well, and he'll do an excellent uh, program, two yeah. programs. Two yes, programs so week, he's going to be doing two programs, mm. uh, or at least responsible for two programs. We're hoping to bring in some young people to uh, be part of our programs as well. So um, now David has moved down to Hobart from Devonport. That's where he was. Mm. So he'll be joining us down in Hobart. Um, What have you been up to, Carmelina? Oh, working. (laughs) Yeah, it's been an interesting uh, last few months, um, mostly just uh, working with you, Jason, and also working. uh, I'm also a receptionist, so I was doing that as well. We've had a few sub-projects on the go, haven't we? Sub-projects on the go. (laughs) Hopefully we can... You know, get them going and, um, you know, mm. get them live as well. It'll be pretty exciting when they are done. Yes, we've yeah. been doing some website work recently. Uh, so our Tassie Conference website will be updated soon. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what about you, um, Tamika? What have you been up to? Well, my most exciting news is that at the end of last year, uh, Jason made the three-hour trip to come visit me in my studio and he... Uh, set up all my new some some new equipment. So I'm using for the first time today some new microphones, and so that's pretty exciting. They sound heaps better, so I, I love them. And I've done a lot of interstate travel since we last saw each other. Uh, at the beginning of January, I went to Adelaide to visit my family, and I dropped off my two youngest children, and then hopped on a plane with my my older daughter, and we met the rest of the family uh, in Melbourne and our Pathfinder Club. Mm-hmm. And then we made our way up to Tumbarumba in New South Wales oh. for the treasured camporee. Ah. And so camporees are held every four years and they're for uh, all Australian Pathfinders. 
yeah. and Australia, if you don't know, um, Pathfinders is designed for young people and youth uh, aged between 10 and 16 plus. There's plenty <laughs> of us adults that love it too. We get just as much enjoyment out of it. And actually, the surprisingly, uh, there's there was about no, just over 3,000 uh, people that came to this campery. And when they did the um, the statistics, it was about... Um, almost even split that there was just as many children as there were adults, which I think is really telling that we, you know, uh, adults can gain just as much out of programs that are run for youth um, and we love to be involved with our youth as well. Uh, So it's just a really great refresher. We had activities every day. So during the day we got in and did a lot of uh, physical walking and Mm. moving and activities, got wet and muddy with the kids that were all themed uh, around us being treasured by God. And then at night we had the drama, which was uh, themed around the story of Mary Magdalene, Mm. and it went into Jesus dying on the cross and then him being raised and really showing the story of of Jesus dying on the cross for us and what that really means to us through the eyes of Mary Magdalene, which I think was done so brilliantly and the kids just got so much out of it. So that that took up um, a week and yeah. then we did a, a few weeks in Canberra and toured around there. I've, I've gone to quite a few places now that I hadn't been before, so that was good. Yeah. And then went back to Adelaide to spend a couple of weeks with my family before coming back home and starting the school year with the kids going back to school. My youngest started school this this year, so I've got all four kids in school. Yay! Wow. And they're loving it. How's to yourself? Just, <laughs> just speaking of Camporee, uh, to make it, um, do you realise that many years ago I was in Pathfinders when I was young and uh, we actually had a Camporee in Tasmania on the northwest coast where no. thousands of people came over and... Oh, yeah, in Tassie. And it was quite interesting because I remember particularly that uh, we had some hot days and we had people from all over Australia, but particularly Western Australia. Um, they couldn't – or they weren't used to the heat down here. It's sort mm. of a different heat, I think a dry heat it's or something. It's very dry here. And yeah. uh, we had people fainting on the fields and, yeah, it oh, was interesting. No. So <laughs> it's the only time I remember a Camprey coming to Tasmania. So. Oh. Uh, and then We uh, had some pretty hot – you're right. We had some pretty hot weather in, in Tumbarumba and do you know that we were forecast hail several times and we we were in this area, we literally could see right around us, we could see Mount Kosciuszko in the, the background and the storm literally went right round us, you could just see it moving, it just missed us and so we never got any hail, we, we didn't get any other oh, wow. downpours of rain and we got to see amazing sunsets. Every night. The last time I was involved with the Camprey was in uh, 2011, January 2011, when my daughter attended in uh, Toowoomba. And that's uh, when we had the the huge floods up there. (laughs) So you were there as well, (laughs) Carmelina. I was there, yeah, floods. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, But uh, we we all got out safely. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. So. Anything else we want to talk about before we get on to our program today? Well, I think that's good from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the only thing that I haven't mentioned is that uh, Carmelina is going to be doing a little bit more of the hosting this year. 
So it's great to have Carmelina on board with us, and uh, I'll be doing a bit more of uh, the technical work out in the field, which I've been doing some of over the break as well, so Mm. um, putting up uh, new radio sites and things like that. So we've got some new sites, particularly around southern Tasmania, that we're going to be establishing, so it'll be good to get the signal out to more people. Yes. In Tassie, that's our aim for this year particularly, so... Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's good to uh, be back with you. And if you're listening today, perhaps text us in. Now, this is a live program, okay? I know we've been doing some replays recently, but this is a live program, so we'd love to hear from you today. So do text us in. Tell us where you're listening from. Uh, Wherever it is in Australia, just send us a message and say, I'm listening from wherever it is. (laughs) (laughs) We'd, We'd love to hear from you. We are back live today. Just to remind you that our number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Um I think some of you have that saved in your phones. Um and that's so you don't our, have to keep remembering it. That's our Tassie Encounters number. Zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Give us a hello. We'd love to hear from you. All right. So since uh, we're getting back into things, um, Jason, did you want to tell us about what we're covering today? Yeah, we're going to be talking about love. Now, I know uh, previously, Carmelina, you did a program late last year on the topic of love. I absolutely did. And um, I'm trying to avoid covering the same <laughs> content because you focused on one particular chapter, the love That's chapter. It. Which was, uh, is it First Corinthians chapter 13? It sure is. <laughs> um, so today I'm not going to be focusing on that at all, but I'm, I'm really breaking this program into two parts. We'll do mm. another one next Tuesday as well. And this is the first part, and it's called Designed to be Loved. Mm. And uh, next week it's going to be Designed to Love. Mm. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, it's a bit of a – I think the topic of love is one that you can – it can't be done too many times mm. because um, as much as we like to think, oh, the fuzzy, you know, it's so great, um, uh, love is such a good thing, it's also really hard to do at times, I think. Mm. And well, certainly in our own strength, mm. it's uh, it's very difficult. And there's different types of love, and we're going to talk a little bit about that mm. after the break. But I think uh, we may as well go to a break, mm. and afterwards we will come back. We've got a bit of a story, and we'll get into our topic uh, of Designed to be Loved. Absolutely. This first song for today's program is Wondrous Love by Jaden Lavick. Wondrous love is this, oh my soul, oh my soul What wondrous love is this, oh my soul What wondrous love is this, that caused the Lord of bliss To bear the dreadful curse for my soul To bear the dreadful curse for my soul Into 
our Señor, our Señor, and when from death I'm free, our Señor, and when from death I'm free, I sing in joyful peace, and through eternity I sing Listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM, and today we are talking with Jason Cook and Tamika Spalding on the topic of designed to be loved. Now, before the break, we did remind you of our um, number that you can text in zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. This is our first program of the year. Please text us in. Let us know you're listening. We'd love to hear from you. And we haven't said this yet, but we do have a listener question for you. And that is, how do you know God loves you? Um, text us in on 0488880891. We'd love to hear your answers. Um, but Jason and Tamika, how do you know God loves you? I'm going to throw it to Tamika first. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard question. Well, you asked the question, how do you know? And I think I think that's a different question to how do you believe? Because mm. um, with believing that you're loved, I believe that I've, I'm loved and I've believed that since as far back as I can remember. But um, to know that I'm loved, I think now with my developing relationship with God and the times that we talk together, and just in my everyday life, I know that I'm loved by the moments that I share with God when we chat together. And um, sometimes when I'm reading a passage in the Bible, there's just this, uh, I suppose, almost presence that I just feel mm. loved, I feel heard, and that I just feel that God is with me. Mm. And as time goes on and you have more of those moments, you know, you build up a bit of an you know, evidence, I suppose, or trust, faith. Um, and and so now I just sit with that, that I know that I'm loved because of all those moments. So that's that's probably the summary of it, really, mm. for me. Mm. That's a good answer. <laughs> for me? Yeah, Jason. Um, How do I know that I'm loved? I, I guess specifically by God, is that yes, that's what we're asking? Yes, specifically by God. Um, well... I guess first of all, he tells us that he loves us. Mm. Yeah, so his word um, tells us over and over again that he loves us. So if we believe the word, the word of God, then we have to believe that. But I guess there's other aspects as well. How do we feel loved? Well, I think for me, you know, God's provision, God's creation, um, you know, he created things for us. He created a place for us to live. And, you know, the, the earth itself is so finely tuned, just perfect for human life. Um, he creates 
plants for us, you know, to uh, both enjoy and to for food. And mm. he gives us all sorts of things, you know. Even you know, I really enjoy watching a sunset. Mm. You know, that to me is very special. And he gives us uh, so many things that we can uh, see. But there's another aspect too. I think that um, he gives us relationships, yeah. you know, with other people. Mm. And uh, that's something special as well. So, mm, absolutely. So we're going to cover um, a lot of those sort of topics, I guess, as we go on. I wanted to start with a bit of a story, um, just a little story. There, there was a Roman emperor. This is in the, I guess, the Middle Ages or Dark Ages, through the early 1200s. He was the Holy Roman Emperor Frederick II, and. He was a, a bit of an interesting man. Um, now, of course, in those days, the emperors, the uh, the Holy Roman emperors, were both the religious and um, political leaders at that time. Uh, he was known to be not so good in terms of the religious um, aspects of things. <laughs> so some of the monks and other people who actually wrote about him uh, were sort of biased against him because he didn't... He didn't uh, sort of follow, the, I guess, the principles that they were trying to uh, trying to demonstrate at the time. But anyway, he yeah. did this experiment. He did lots of experiments. He had a very inquisitive mind, and he did mm. this experiment on young babies. And he wanted to find out what language babies would speak if they were never taught to speak. And so... They had a number of babies. I don't know how many exactly. It doesn't say, but they were looked after. They had nurses who looked after them. They were fed. They were clothed. They were changed. They were looked after physically. But the nurses were instructed not to speak to them, not to talk to them in any language, not even to nurture them, you know, in terms of cuddle them or, or you know, look after them in that way. And he really wanted to find out what language. Now, this guy was uh, spoke German, and mm. he was from Germany. <laughs> and uh, he thought that the language that they would speak would be German. Okay. <laughs> now, of course, the results of the experiment didn't really work out the way he had hoped mm. because not one of the babies actually survived. Mm. Despite having all of their physical needs taken care of, every one of those babies died. And uh, that just goes to show, isn't it, that love is a, a multifaceted thing and mm. um, we need it for our survival. Yeah. And I wanted to draw a parallel from this story to, I guess, a spiritual parallel, is that if we don't have God's love, we can die spiritually. Yeah. If we don't um, experience his love, if we don't, understand his love then we can have a very dead spiritual life and so um yeah i wanted to just make that connection this morning and as we think about it um perhaps uh you can text us in your answer to that question um you know how do you know that god loves you how do you experience his love and uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning there's a passage of scripture. I might just get uh, you to read that, Carmelina, mm. in First John chapter four, verse seven to twelve. Yep, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. 
Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. There's, wow. uh, this is a beautiful passage, mm. and it's certainly right on the topic of love, even though there is that other passage in First Corinthians <laughs> that talks a lot about love. Yes. This one talks about a very um, specific idea, and I wanted to bring this idea out. So let's unpack this a little bit. Mm. In verse 7, we've got, uh, dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Mm. So I wanted to bring t- attention to the fact that this type of love that we're talking about is from God. Uh, it only comes from God, this particular type of love. Now, we're going to talk in a moment about the fact that there's many different words for love that's mm. used in the Bible. Um, but this particular word that's used uh, is the one that can only come from God. Uh, another point here that uh, we get from verse 7 is that Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. Mm. There's this connection between knowing God and having the love of God that allows us to love other people. And I think that's really important that we can try to love people um, in our own strength, but that's, I think, where it becomes very difficult and challenging uh, to love people who you know, perhaps are not overly lovable at times <laughs> I think we can all be like that do you, do you think uh, uh, Tabika yeah. yes. um, sometimes we all have our moments where we're not very lovable <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. but uh, you know it's through God's love that we can still continue to love people um, the third point here is in verse 9 where it says God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world now, uh, can either of you think of a passage that uh, is so famous that talks about that? <laughs> ah, maybe. <laughs> John 3.16. Yeah. yeah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Mm. And uh, we, we all know that passage. So he sent his son so that we could, I guess, start to understand the, the reality of God's love in, in a very personal way, you mm. know, that, that Jesus became human for us mm. and he died for us. And that's uh, it's another verse that says that there's no greater love that uh, mm. one can show than to lay down their life for their friends. For their friends. Yeah. So, um, so God I like how this I like how this verse, uh, these verses explain it too like it starts off talking about you know what type of love he's he's asking us to love like love one another and then Mm. he's introducing it he's explaining where it comes from from god Mm. and then he shows it by um talking about when when his son you know came to this world and so it's very uh you know a step-by-step process very well explained Mm. Mm. it is 
And so because God loved us, mm. it says here in verse 11, God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. Yeah. So yeah. because God loved us, he wants us to love other people. And uh, finally in verse 12, um, if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. I love that, isn't it? That mm. ultimately the full expression of our Christian experience of experiencing God's love is that we can then pour that love into other people and the way we interact with them. Um, we mm. It's time to go to another break. Right after the break, we're going to talk about a a word that we're using here that all of these passages where in fact every New Testament passage which is written in Greek uh, every New Testament passage that we read today uses this particular form of the word love and it's called agape Mm. so if you are not sure about what that means the word agape um, maybe during the break go and look it up Mm -hmm. and uh, agape love is what we're talking about and we're going to talk a little bit more about that after the break just to remind you we have our listener question would love to hear from you how do you know god loves you text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one we've also got a free book up uh, coming up later experiencing god's love hear more about that um after the break this next song is love will never fail featuring leslie jordan by the porter's gate love is patient love is kind has no arrogance or pride It seeks the good of others first It keeps no record of wrong or hurt It finds no joy in wickedness But it rejoices in
This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM with Jace Arm, and today we are talking with Jason Cook and Tamika Spalding, and um, we are covering the topic designed to be loved. This is our first uh, program back uh, on t- this in 2023 for this new year, and it is an exciting time. So. Jason and Tamika, we've been talking about Design to be Love, and Tamika pointed something out to you, Jason, during the break. Yeah, we just read uh, 1 John chapter yes. 4, verse 7 to 12, and as I was reviewing that, there was a, a key point that I missed uh, in verse 8. That It mm. says in verse 8, But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Now, mm. that is a very important point. You can't separate um Love from God mm. because God is love. God is the source of love. He is love. And if we don't love others, then we don't know God. Mm. It's a very clear and um, concise point, really, that we can't. We can't argue with yeah. it. Very and simple to understand. Mm, before the break, we were discussing the different types of love, mm. um, specifically the word they used in the New Testament, agape. Mm. Yeah. Now, there are many different words, and uh, the New Testament was written in Greek. Mm. And so in Greek, um, there's a bunch of words, uh, things like eros and philia and storge, I think that's how you say it. Um, but the one we're talking about today is agape love, and um, the other loves are things like romantic love or uh, friendship-type love or family-type love. Mm. These are things that are, I guess, built into all humans. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's part of who we are. It's I guess it's part of how God created us as well. Mm. He created us with all of these different aspects of love. But the agape love is something special. It's something mm. different that I believe is not of human origin mm. and it's uh, an unconditional type of love this agape love or a universal love it's interesting when i looked up the definition of this it's uh it said that it's a choice based so there's people are free to choose or reject whether they love in this agape type of love mm. it's um it's something that is not a feeling you know it's it's a choice um mm. I love this other definition that I saw that says it's a willful delight in the object of love or a feast of charity. I love that description, (laughs) a feast of charity. charity. You know, that uh, to me really well explains this unconditional love. It's a feast of charity that, um, you know, pours out, I guess, from within us if we are truly connected to God. Mm. So we've learned that agape love is from God. It's told us that in this passage. Um, and, you know, yeah, he is, he is the ultimate source. And I think the, the best example of God's love was in the life of Jesus himself. Mm. And uh, is there anything to make a, from your perspective that, you know, in the life of Jesus that stands <laughs> out as an example of, of God's love? I just love all the, the stories that were told, like with – with Zacchaeus, for instance, he was Jesus was very practical at showing people, not just telling people, but mm. showing people what love meant. Um, and you know, with the story of Zacchaeus, he he went out of his way. He talked to Zacchaeus. He went over there for tea, and he showed that. And all the witnesses got to see. Well, this is what it looks like. Mm. Um, and 
and I think it was it was humbling for Zacchaeus uh, as well as you know thrilling, and I think that 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 could be put under this agape because Zacchaeus knew the way that he was viewed by others, and he knew the way that that you know Jesus could potentially be viewing him. But he was so desperate to be near him, he did anything to to get there. Mm. Um, and, and that's just one one story, but. There were so many times in the Bible that Jesus would pick people that were unlovable mm. by the standards of of others. You've got to think and of, showed them practically how to love. Yeah, and I, I just love that. I think in many of his healing acts, you know, that was showing um, amazing love to those people as well. You know, the the lepers they were considered the unclean. They outcasts of society, mm. uh, and yet Jesus loved them and healed them, and then. Mm. You've got examples of, uh, say, the the woman who was brought by the religious leaders, caught in the act of adultery, mm. and uh, Jesus loved her by not condemning her, but showed her grace. Mm. And you know, these are the sorts of things. But there's there's one case, and I haven't got this in my notes, but it's just come to mind as I've been talking here. There's one case that I think is particularly important, and that is uh, Peter. His disciple, mm. Peter, who on the night uh, as Jesus was arrested and, and taken into to the courts to be tried, Peter denied Christ. He mm. denied knowing him, and he denied him three times. And yet Jesus continued to love him unconditionally. And uh, later he asked Peter, you know, do you love me <laughs> three mm. times? And so... You know that was amazing, wasn't it? That uh, mm. that Christ showed that love. Um, there's a passage, and he never he never said this thing like, "Now I'm supposed to love." Mm. I don't know. Have you ever heard? Uh, sometimes as Christians, we can oh, say, yes, yes, "I I'm, don't like this person, <clears throat> but I'm supposed to love yeah. them, so I will." I, I've yeah. heard other people <laughs> say that as well. Oh, you're a Christian, so you're supposed to do this. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. Supposed isn't it, how to love everybody. <laughs> people have that expectation that uh, Christians should be loving, and it's true. We should be loving. You know, that's in fact that's that's um, something that is often on my mind is to, you know, perhaps some people have rejected God because they've looked towards people who haven't acted in loving ways. And, yeah. they, and they've connected that to Christianity. They've connected that with God. And they say, well, if, if, if a Christian who believes in God acts like that, I don't want to be one because, mm. you know, they're not acting in a very loving way. So it is... Uh, very important, I think, that we really grasp this concept of love and 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 have that relationship with God, so that because it says here that mm. it comes from God. If we don't know God, we can't have His love, and so. And it's also one of those things that's meant to set us apart, I guess, mm. that we've been called to love. Mm. And um, I guess that's all we'll talk about next week. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those defining characteristics that meant to say you are a Christian because mm. you know the love of God. You can't help but reflect it. We're meant to be a representation of God, um, which is, I guess, why... They, that's their expectation when they meet us and they go, oh, you're a Christian, you must be this and that. Mm. It's like, oh, well, we try. <laughs> we, we try. We need to make a start on on this next little part, yeah. which uh, I've titled Designed to be Loved. That's really mm. this whole program. So we know that God is love 
and and now I want to have a look at well, mm. how do we experience God's love, mm. and were we designed to be loved by God? You know, because yes. we know that the Bible tells us that God loves us. So, um, I've been reading this book called A God Named Desire. And I, I don't think it's meaning that the desire is the God. I think it's um, connecting God with this this passionate desire to for love. Mm. Um, the th- this uh, quote by Ty Gibson says, uh, "The thing you long for more than anything else is to love and to be loved." Mm. And that's true. Do you think that's true, Tamika? That I, we I all do. long and to I, be loved. I love that quote because. Uh, it comes back to it being a choice. Mm. Like you can't force someone to genuinely love you. They mm. choose to do that. Mm. And that's why I think it's such a special thing because when someone, when you know that someone chooses to love you, mm. uh, you know, that's that's the best thing ever, really. Mm. Let's Let's briefly go back into the Bible in the first few chapters where, um, God created the earth, he created everything, and he created man. And he said, uh, it's not good for man to be alone. I'll make him a helper. And he created Eve mm. um, to mm-hmm. be with Adam. And so obviously God understands that as his creation, he's created something in us that is a longing to be loved mm. and to have companionship. And uh, and so he made that for us right from the beginning. Uh, in Genesis 3, verse 8, um, would you like to read that, Carmelina, if you've got sure. it Sure. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. So this uh, talks about how God walked with Adam and Eve mm. in the garden on a daily basis. And so I think God... Um, has this desire to be connected to us to and for us to be connected with him to to spend time with him on mm. a daily basis and you know even after Adam and Eve sinned and they were cast out of the garden, we have some really special examples of of walking closely with God Enoch in Genesis chapter five verse twenty three and twenty four mm. particularly in uh, twenty four it says Enoch walked faithfully with God then he was no more because mm. God took him away. So even after um, sin entered the world, it was possible. We could see there that it was possible because Enoch walked so closely with God that God took him. He never experienced death, mm. and uh, that's an amazing thing. Absolutely. We have to go to a break, Carolina. We do. We do have to go to a break. Before our break, we have our book offer, Experiencing God's Love. Now, this book doesn't have an, an author attached to it, but um, it does have a blurb. When was the last time you experienced unconditional love? Can you know for certain that Jesus died for you, that his everlasting love is yours? Experiencing God's love will provide Bible-based answers to these important questions and more. The code is after the break. This, first, this next song is Image of God by We Are Messengers. heart in my chest I couldn't sleep, couldn't get no rest Weighed down by the heaviness of life And I try to shake it flipping through my phone 
But all it does is make me feel more alone How could anything that feels so wrong be right? And seven billion voices separate us But only one can show us who we are We are Listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, and we are finishing our program with Jason Cook and Tamika Spalding on the topic of Design to be Loved. As promised, we have our code for our giveaway Experiencing God's Love. Um, we have a few to give away today, so uh, be sure to text in the code, which is Tassie23. T-A-S-S-I-E 2-3. Text that in to 488 to claim your offer today. Just a reminder, that is Tassie 23. T-A-S-S-I-E, the number 2 and the number 3. That's 2-3. Text that in on 488 
So, Jason and Tamika, we've been talking about Designed to be Love. And to finish our program, we have a few verses to go through, I believe. Yeah, these verses are really, I think, great examples. Now, you could go through the Bible and you could find hundreds of verses to pull out. And, of course, these are just some. Mm. So, um, verse the first one, uh, Jeremiah 1, verse 5. Would you like to read that, Carmelina? Sure. Uh, reading from the New Living Translation, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophets to the nations. What do you think about that, Tamika? Uh, yeah, Tamika. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd said the wrong yeah, I I think that that... Isn't that the, the best way to express that you are loved and known to the point where it's almost... It's, it's it's a greater loved and known than our, us humans can because mm. we we can't know before before um you know before a baby is even mm. um in a mother's womb yeah but God can mm. and yeah. it's sort of like that you know it's like he's spelling it out in big letters I I know you I love you even before mm. and so I think that that's and- just a beautiful. It's, it's nice too, isn't it, that I knew you before I formed you. You know, there's a mm. there's a very special connection between, you know, the composer and the song, you know, and yes. the author and <laughs> the and the story, you know, mm. that that's written, and uh, it's a very intimate connection. I think that uh, God says He knows us. Um, in Jeremiah thirty one three, Carmelina. Yes, long ago, the Lord said to Israel. I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love. With unfailing love, I have drawn you to myself. And, uh, you know, it's so interesting that the the story of the Old Testament, as I've read it through from beginning to end, is seem, seemingly a repeating pattern of the Israelites straying away from God and God calling them back to him. And then they stray away and he calls them back to him. And uh, I know last year we spent some time with Afi Tuaoi, um, mm. and you can go back and have a listen to those programs on Hosea. And, you know, Hosea is a story of God calling people back to him. And it wasn't because they were in a great place. Um, in fact, let's read that verse, um, to, uh, Carmelina, yeah. Hosea 3 verse 1. Hosea 3 verse 1. Yeah. Now, this is uh, bearing in mind that Hosea was instructed to marry this lady who had been a prostitute, and um, during their marriage, she was also unfaithful. Mm. Uh, Hosea 3 verse 1, reading from the New King James Version. Then the Lord said to me, Go again, love a woman who is loved by a lover, and is committing adultery, just like the love of the Lord for the children of Israel who look to other gods and love the raisin cakes of the pagans. Yeah. Now in the New Living Translation it says they have turned to other gods and love to worship them. Mm. Um, so it's interesting that even when these people were still looking to other gods, still worshipping other gods, that God still called them back and still illustrated his love Mm. to them. So one thing I think that's a I think 
a strategy of the devil is to think that for us to think that God can't love us mm. because we've been uh, bad or we've done the wrong thing or yes. we're not lovable and and yet you know God repeatedly shows his love to the people and so really important for us to remember that and Romans 5 verse 8 reiterates mm. that one as well Yes, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Mm. So there's there's no need for us to get our act fully sorted out before we come to God and accept his love. Mm. Absolutely. What do you think, Tamika, about that? Well, we can't get our act together, really. Mm. <laughs> I think that's the point of the Israel story is we um, we need God in our lives because because we can't get our act together. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. We all fall and short it, of the glory. It's only through through him and through his love and through his transforming mm. power in our lives that we can yeah. we can actually change. And it, it is possible for people to change, but mm. but uh, if we try to do that in our own strength, we'll fail time and we time will. again. Yes. But I, I do love it. We are never alone. Mm. This is God promising, I will love you always. Mm. Absolutely. And and we are not alone. Now, the last one uh, really, I think, demonstrates <clears throat> throughout the entire Bible, and this is in the very last couple of chapters of the Bible, in mm. Revelation 21, verse 3. Let's read that one. I heard a loud shout from the throne, saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them, and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. Mm. I think that demonstrates really beautifully how God wants to commune with us. He wants to be with us. He mm. wants us to be with him. And this is uh, at a point in time where all sin and death and everything is, has been destroyed. And God says um, that our home, his people, mm. if we believe is in him, is with him. And uh, we will live with him. And what a special time that's going to be! Absolutely. Now, that's uh, <laughs> going to bring that's the the end of our our topic today. But we're going to move on next week. Yes. In, uh, continuing on from this um, is designed to love. Designed to love. Part so two. We're, we're going to look into how we can love others. Mm. Now, in terms of. Um, Next or next week, we're back yep. on Tuesday live, and yes. then we're going to come back on the sixth of March, March uh, in every day. Every live. day, yeah. hopefully things should go well. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you, Tamika. It's been a great no time. Um, what are you doing? Have a great day. And um, this next song that we have is "Same God" by Hannah Kerr. Thanks for joining us, Tamika. Thank you. The same God who makes the planet spin Tells the tide when it should rise Put the color in my eyes The same God who makes the seasons change Knows the number of the stars Every secret in my heart All my doubts, all my questions And every fear I have about what might happen You're the same God me in the middle of it all, God, you're catching every tear as it falls, I know you'll never change, even when I'm feeling far away, you love me the same.
God of grace and empathy You know how it feels to cry Cause you lived a human life You're not afraid of anything Even darkness is a light There's no reason I should hide All my doubts All my questions In every fear I have About what might happen You're the same God You're with me in the middle of it all God, you're catching every tear as it falls I know you'll never change Even when I'm feeling far away You love me the same God, you love me the same God, you love me the same Every tear is in